0: Okay, so I'm going to be starting this podcast real quick and say how I'm actually going to be um, reviewing the new, oh, uh, what is it, Star Wars movie when it comes out. But before that, we're going to start off at the very beginning. What I mean by very beginning is that we're starting with The Phantom Menace, if you didn't get that clearly. So we're going to be starting off with The Phantom Menace. I'll be doing this every day. So, I'm going to start from episode 1, episode 2, and so on, until The Last Jedi. So, what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to start off with The Phantom Menace right now. What's wrong with The Phantom Menace? Every aspect of this fucking movie. And I'm not even trying to shit on it, because, hey, everyone else is doing it. Like, it's genuinely just a bad, bad movie. George Lucas is not a good director, but he is a good producer. I will say that much. The man oh so the man's rich, so what can you say about it? But first off I'm gonna get into stuff I hate about the movie first because there's a lot and I'll end off with the stuff I did like about the movie. Yes, you heard that right. I like stuff from the Phantom Menace. And we're gonna go off with that. Now the stuff I don't like. There's a lot of stuff I really hate about this movie. I mean, well, the direction is okay at best. The CGI, you, you can tell it's CGI. I mean, well, the time period at that time was just, you know, the CGI wasn't really that great. But also what made the movie really bad is the fact that they decided to have a little young Anakin Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't mind if Anakin Skywalker was, like, a teenager. And, you know, it would make sense narratively for the film. But it didn't make sense at all to have him as a little kid when he looks younger than Padme. Like, Anakin looks younger than Padme, and somehow they age-swapped the two characters. Like, it makes absolutely no fucking sense. Like, ugh. Also, I just think the choreography at the time, like, it was, for the movie, wasn't good. It wasn't the greatest. Also, the writing, like, every movie that's bad suffers from horrible writing. And this movie is down, has downright horrible fucking writing. Nothing saved it. Like, also, like, we're not... I'm gonna... Oh, it was a sneak in, this little thing that everyone hates. Fucking Jar Jar Banks. Was the worst character ever. And people actually believed he was force sensitive. People believed he was a Sith, like lord or mastermind or whatever it is. Talking okay. I actually believe in that theory too, so I'm one of those fucking people. You have a problem with that. You go Anyways. George Jar, Jar Binks was the worst character ever. In the first movie, he was literally clumsy throughout the whole thing and was seen as a war hero. Like, that's... What? That makes no sense. And... Ugh. It makes... Also... What is it? I know I'm repeating myself sometimes, but I just realized this... Uh, What is it? How uh, When Anakin's taken to the council, rights to see like okay, he's a Jedi. Now he needs basic training. Can I do it? Says Qui Gon and they reject him on the spot. And then later, during Qui Gon Jinn's funeral, they say they'll train him. Like it, mm. they'll train him. But the whole request was for Qui-Gon Jinn to train him, not Obi-Wan Kenobi. Two separate things from two separate people. I just don't like this fucking movie, but I'm going to review it. Also, George Orbing's vocabulary has been memed. His look has been memed. And to be honest, the only reason why I played as him in the LEGO Star Wars Complete Saga video game was just so he could die over and over and over again. Like, I will say that, well, anything, well, I'm still going to say some bad stuff about this movie. The story in general, actually... The whole politics concept it sounds interesting on paper but they did not execute it right at all on the movie. don't get me wrong I think seeing space politics is not that bad of an idea but you just have to balance out okay here's space politics and now you actually see the what is it the consequences or there's actual action scenes going on with the Jedi because let's be honest it was it's not fun to see politics and then you see more politics and more and more and more and then there's a couple action scenes this movie is 75 percent exposition and the other 25 is literally just them what is it doing shit and i am not joking like anyone who's never seen the phantom menace or isn't a star wars fan just watch the phantom menace Actually, no. First watch the original trilogy, then watch the prequel trilogy. But if you watch The Phantom Menace, you will not like it. I mean, I was a little kid when I saw The Phantom Menace, so my opinion was different at the time. I watch it again now, I cringe heavily at a lot of this stuff. Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn was the only reason why this film actually had what is it, the money to pull off a second one. They had to get his star power real quick. Also, I just think the wardrobe is fucking weird. You know, the whole stand-in for Queen Amidala or whatever it is. Her wardrobe is so weird. Like, I get it if it's a part of her culture or whatever it is in the fucking thing. But I don't see any other person doing it other than her. Like, and they never gave an explanation as to... What is it? Why her clothing's designed that way? Like, also, what is it? There is a scene where Queen Amidala is looking outside of a window and her dress, what is it? There's like little marbles on it or whatever it is and it lights up. You could see the cord going down the stairs where she's standing and into her dress. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. now let's get for the stuff I actually I'm gonna end this podcast a little early it's gonna be really short honestly what is it okay so the good stuff I actually like the whole concept of space politics I have said it earlier before during this podcast I think the whole idea of space politics is actually a pretty decent concept done well but they didn't do it well and it suffers also usually the direction style seems pretty bland and standard you know with common i'm just gonna go back on this bad thing the direction it's mainly full of wide shots close-ups and back to more long shots and wide shots and then close-ups again i just think that direction style is pretty bland and standard compared to the direction that we have now and now back to the good stuff again I just had to get that out of the way so the stuff I actually did like about that movie like mentioned earlier for the past two times space politics it was not done well in the first movie but in the second movie they actually cleaned up on it and gave a little bit of both It that's why the next two movies are actually pretty they surpass the first film in every single way what else about good stuff um the acting's decent Uh, uh, i can't think of anything else more good to say about this film so i'm just gonna keep ripping on it Like, it's a fucking piece of paper, man. Alright, so, yep, CGI. Not very good. It's literally just... Like, when there is... Like, actually, no. The CGI was, at the time, I haven't seen it at when the year came out. Not the year it came out. But I saw it a couple years after it did. And that was when CGI started getting a little bit more better, and I think the whole idea, like, oh, what is it? We're seeing like, you know, Obi Wan, Qui Gon, Jin. You know, also we had we as viewers had no fucking idea who Qui Gon Jin is. It wasn't even mentioned in the original trilogy. Although, I get it. He died in the prequels, and it doesn't even matter anymore. Like, I mean, also, back at it again. The acting in this movie was okay. It was okay. Nothing more. Nothing too special. It was okay. Like, I can describe every scene about this movie. Also, it lacks actual tension. This movie Phantom Menace lacks tension. I, I I had to say it twice in case if people are actually weren't paying attention. Well, guess what? Now I caught your attention. The way it lacks tension, there's no real plot. Like, okay, yeah, they're invading a planet, but that's not really that's not really a big tension as what we saw. Like if you watch a new hope, the tension in that movie is pretty big. in a new hope, you see a what is it a, a space station the size of a moon destroying other planets killing all lives. but the Phantom Menace it just sended droids over to imprison and invade the planet, although if this was targeted. I feel like the movie was targeted more to a younger audience and not more of its standard Star Wars heads. Star Star Wars heads. Yep, that's the thing now, Star Wars heads. But also, I don't know why in this movie or the whole prequel trilogy, Emperor Palpatine decides to keep his face concealed. Everyone already knows who the hell he is. Everyone knows who the Emperor is. There's no point of leaving the fucking hood on. Like I don't get it. Also, Darth Maul in this movie, he got zero time at all. Like I'm what is it? I'm eventually going to be doing like a count of how many seconds he's had screen time, including like, you know, like if he's on a hologram, that one scene where he's in a hologram. Yeah, I will be counting how many seconds he's on that and how many seconds he appears in the overall film because he gets no screen time and no fucking audio and gets killed off like a fucking looney tunes character and what cartoon network did in this clone wars tv show yeah they brought him back and they actually gave him character development in a phantom menace they gave him no character development and basically just described him how evil he was with face paint horns a black robe And a red lightsaber. I prefer my villains with a lot more character development. And you get to see, you know, more of them. Because you just see the good guys, no bad guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like to see the point of view from the villains. Although, kind of like what superhero movies do. They flash back from both the good, from the hero like with sam raimi's spider-man movies they flashback from spider-man to the green goblin and back and forth and this movie is just focused on the good guys and that's about it yes they include scenes with the bad guys and their point of view but it's not as heavy as it is in all the star wars films and it just focuses on the main protagonist Although I do get it, It, it's the main protagonist's story, we should see more of them, but I just like to see the villains a little more. Like, the closest line a Darth Darth Maul got was a little grunt, and that's when he got cut in half and sent down 200 freaking stories. It makes no sense at all. Although I was happy, again, that they did bring it back in Star Wars, the Clone Wars TV show. That is one way. That is the perfect example how to make a dead, killed-off character seem like he wasn't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how much wanna bet George Lucas wanted to imply that Darth Maul was killed off? Like, officially, he was dead. And then... Cartoon never comes along and says well too bad and they actually gave him lines Darth Maul to me seemed like the Hulk you know what I mean like a big scary guy who has little to no dialogue and can only recite a couple words and yeah is really badass in a way but it doesn't really matter He's used. He's only there for, you know, for toys. Also, Darth Maul is what also... I just said also twice. Darth Maul is what also saved the film in a way. Because Darth Maul was, without a doubt, one of the best things in The Phantom Menace. He was cool. He was stylish. His lightsaber flew around in his hands like really smooth like you know what i mean like darth maul had just rage in his eyes for some reason and like he wanted to kill he was there to kill people and like that was one of the good things about this movie so overall i'm gonna be ending this review right now at 17 minutes i'm gonna end this podcast and i'm gonna end this review so overall i'm just gonna summarize what i just said the phantom menace is a giant mess with a lot of things to hate about it but has a couple good things about it that they actually improved on in later films so to be honest what rate would i give this movie a 4 out of 10 i'd only watch it if i'm trying to binge all the Star wars movies okay goodbye see you tomorrow when we're gonna review attack of the clones